0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of It's All Fun and Games, the official GameSo podcast. I am Dan, the head writer at GameSo, and this week I am joined by what I can only describe as the greatest video game player to ever live. Ross, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm very close to not being the greatest video game player that ever lived. Anytime I turn on Valorant, I'm reminded that that's not the case.
0: (laughs) Valorant humbling, humbling you. It happens. Yuck. So how's things going? Going good.
1: Uh, you know, it's long week. Not in video games, at least, because there's looking at the notes and there's absolutely nothing. We're talking about Stadia and a alien cell phone game to start off the day.
0: Yeah, we're so this is gonna we're gonna be stretching the content this week, so to speak. Yeah. Um, you know what do you what are you gonna do? So, well, that's good. Long week in work for me too, but short week in gaming. So we'll, we'll see, we'll Short see what we got. Sure, very small, small week in gaming. Um, before we get going though, we, we do have a few things on the agenda, but I just want to remind everybody that you can like, follow, subscribe, and rate there five it is. stars. There On it the is. podcast, wherever we are, we're live every Saturday here on my channel. If you found me, um, if you're listening, it's the at bitwise Dan channel. If you are listening on any of the podcast platforms, we're on all of them. Um, we come to you live on Monday. Well, not live, but we go live on Mondays the uh, the podcast, so you can listen to us listen to us there. So this week, like every week, Ross, we have the typical agenda: what we've been playing. Hopefully, we can eat up some time with that because then we have gaming. We're going to need it. <laughs> we, then we have gaming news. We're going to talk about Epic Games and how they're taking over everything. Esports news. So and then we'll, we'll we'll get out of here. Um, again this week we will be staying on afterwards for 15, 20, 30, 50, 75 minutes, I don't know, however long and we'll do the post show where Ross and I sh- shoot the crap, uh, talk about things we messed up, give Ross and of, I
1: swear for Yeah. 30 minutes straight. We just we just do what we can do. We just do what we can do.
0: So, Ross, with that Give me your long-winded version of what you've been playing.
1: Okay. Today, Sunday, I woke up from a six-hour rest. I rolled over in bed, grabbed my Nintendo Switch, and for the first time since the game came out, I was actually able to wake up early enough to buy turnips and ammo cross. Clap. Slow clap for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so I so, was doing a full like stand-up okay, and cheer. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, are you aware what turnips are? No idea. Okay, they this have is prices the though. Stock market. Okay. Basically. So you buy these turnips from an NPC that only shows up on Sunday before noon, and you buy them for like. So today I bought a bunch of turnips for ninety five bells a piece, and now for the next week I'm going to be going to the shop and seeing what the resale value is for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I only have a week because they rot within a week. So, I do I buy high? Do I sell low? Do I sell high? I don't know. You better Am sell I an investor? Well, I mean, I would hope so, but you never know. Yeah,
0: you gotta figure that out.
1: Yeah. So now I'm gonna have to hustle with my with some friends and I'll be like, yo, how much are your how much you turn up selling for in your island?
0: That's you know it's hilarious. That's ninety percent of um my Twitter feed. Yeah. What's everybody's turn up prices look like today?
1: I so, uh I saw an article the other day that was like Elijah Wood (laughs) is tweeting out like, yo, who's got good turnip prices.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Even Frodo needs. I was going
0: to say his post Frodo life has not been, uh, not been the (laughs) the smoothest transition for him. He's, I think he's, um, not to devolve this into like a, uh, an Entertainment conversation, but there's just some folks I think they they kind of do that big role and they just kind of step aside. I think he did it voluntarily because he did, um, he did Sin City and then he did some he did that TV show with like the guy dressed as a dog that was supposed to be pretty good. He's been like pretty selective and artsy, I think, in his movies. It's kind of like, um, Daniel Radcliffe after Harry Potter, he's kind of like done very selective roles. His newest thing was that, um, Guns Akimbo. Where he like wakes up and he's got like two handguns like literally drilled onto his hands and he's playing oh, like nice. a survival game. It's supposed to be a pretty fun action movie, but um, yeah, I think that's I think that's the the way he went. I haven't seen Legolas anywhere. Aragorn's done some good stuff, you know, like the whole Lord of the the whole Lord of the Rings family just kind of went off and did some things. I
1: know nothing. Oh yeah, probably because they all made a, a boatload of money and a, didn't feel the need to do anything for the. A bajillion.
0: <laughs> dollars you know who did actually of everybody who um went off was um Viggo Mortensen who played um Aragorn the the ranger there he um he did like some really good movies like The History of Violence and some other stuff but he's been quiet since
1: History of what a name for a it's movie It's
0: awesome movie man he plays like a badass russian dude he crushes a, a dude's swear alert he crushed a dude's nose into his face for coming onto his family's lawn and like threatening him it was a a vicious movie but like a really really good movie so anyway animal crossing turnips
1: yep um also there is a new update for borderlands 3 It came out on the 23rd it's like a new event Mm -hmm. um i didn't know that so i was playing with a friend and was wondering why all these random new npcs were suddenly dropping in on the main story that i because i had played through it before and i was helping a friend finish it and then all of a sudden we start fighting these other random dudes. And I'm like, I've never seen these guys before in my life. Who are these people? And they're like these future cyberistic guys. And they'll, they'll call in like their friends to like airdrop in. So like more people will drop in as you kill them. And then the gold drop rate for like gold, gold rank weapons is super, is through the roof, right? So I'm sitting here killing all these new things I've never seen before. A bunch of gold weapons are dropping. And I've probably seen like two before this, right? Mm-hmm. So my, my whole mindset is like, what is going on right now? <laughs> and my friend's like, oh, this is fun. We're getting everything. This is great. So and then I, I go and look and realize that there's like a whole event going on. And the the, the gold drop rate is through the roof. And I am super strong now because I, I'm i at the point where every time I hear the sound, like uh, whenever a gold weapon drops from a guy, there's like a bing sound yeah and it shows up on the mini map so I'm at the point now where I'm just like oh again more sort throw and be like oh <laughs> this isn't as good as the other thing I have and sell it and that's cool and there's a little fight that you do at this cool like futuristic mansion it was it was fun
0: yeah I thought it was funny uh Tom and I were talking and Tom's like what is Ross doing playing Borderlands 3 and I was like, I don't know. It's just its dude, a fun
1: it, game. It's, it's it's mindless shooting.
0: Yeah, they're always fun. It's like, you know, it's that perfect. Like, I want to do a first person shooter, but I don't want to care. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Game.
1: Oh, it's so. it's really good. It's really. I don't want to say really well written because it's not the story is not that good, but it just, you know, Borderlands jokes yeah. they are funny. Yeah, I, I like that stuff. Did you ever play three? No, the, the the main antagonists of the game are basically just evil Twitch streamers. Awesome. And it's it, the whole the whole game, it's like we we allowed our iridium tier followers to come in this boss fight. Come on and join them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do they have an OnlyFans? Can you OnlyFans yeah, like yeah, Patreon? Like, yeah. Jeez.
1: They basically have like OnlyFans, the OnlyFans warriors come and help fight. That's awesome. It's kind of funny.
0: That is funny. Yeah, they're really good at doing that, um, like, tongue-in-cheek, um, modern oh, yeah. society kind of.
1: That's all it is. Yeah,
0: joking and stuff like that. But they still can't play their employees. Go back nope. and listen to episode four. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Like, you know, it was one of those things. I have a hard time dropping the 60 bucks when something comes out knowing I'm not going to play it for mm-hmm. a while, you know. Um, so maybe when it goes on sale. It's fun. Um, it's also more fun when you play with people. So yeah, I didn't know at the time anybody who was even remotely interested in playing it. Yeah. So, but don't,
1: don't play Don't play those games alone. Yeah.
0: I don't, I've done it. I just don't, it's not fun. It's, it's, it's way not. more fun the other way. So I'm still getting, I'm going to, I'm going to scream at Comcast. I'm going to scream. I'm telling so, you.
1: So I guess this is the shameless plug that the, uh, the podcast doesn't actually drop frames.
0: Correct. Correct. So, if you listen to the podcast, you'll this will be smooth and buttery. But if you watch the podcast, you might you might get caught with some, uh, some frame issues here. So, I apologize to all the folks listening that have to hear me complain about my internet speeds for. Uh, do that guy. Three minutes during the entire thing. Um. So that's that's cool. So you, we we got turnips. We got gold weapons. Yep. And anything else of note you've been playing? Oh. I know you're still mad at Valorant.
1: I played Final Fantasy 14 like 10 minutes before the show starts. Well there you go. That's always that's always there. Awesome. Knew they announced the next patch for like late June.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well they they gave it they gave it a timetable of like mid to late June. They don't know because I guess they're having a ton of problems with like work from home stuff. Yeah. Everyone's being lazy apparently. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Typical problems. Those (laughs) damn lazy work from home employees. (laughs) Me. I'm hyper but efficient.
1: Good. That's... Also, the new update has the uh, the newest iteration of the Neuro Automata raids, which makes me very happy and I'm probably gonna cry while I'm doing it. So
0: Unfortunate. More fortunate, depending. Do you want raw emotion? Fine.
1: There's a uh, there was a story going around about how um Yoko Taro, the guy who wrote Neuro Automata, he's like collaborating with the the people from Final Fantasy Fourteen on a story. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, in an interview, he was like, well, everyone in Final Fantasy Fourteen got mad at me because I wrote a story about how the main character like falls in love and gets really horny for the, the 2B equivalent that they put in <laughs> 14 They're like, you can't do that. What are you <laughs> doing? Stop. Stop. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Cool. And then so, Valorant's damn, making you mad. Well, I, I, need, I need you to take your three seconds to tell everybody how mad Valorant makes you.
1: Valorant makes me very mad because I'm bad at it. And I shouldn't be bad at it. I deserve to be better at that game than I am. I don't need to pull up my, my Steam list or whatever where it says that I've played Rainbow Six Siege for 2,500 hours. I don't need to tell you that I've been playing first-person shooters since I was like 12. I'm so bad at that game. and It makes me so irate.
0: I know it's it's hilarious it. it's hilarious to play with you and like you swing and you're just like I'm so bad at this game and then <laughs> like immediately like as you're not even dead yet and you're you're yelling into the mic
1: I'm just like oh, I'm dead I hate yeah this.
0: and you can that game's a good thing about that game I guess in that regard is like you can tell pretty fast if if you're just not gonna win that gunfight there's sometimes where I get into a gunfight and I'm like I'm gonna win but we're both just pelting the body like friggin dummies and it's just whoever hits his the most um
1: i don't think i've no ever shots. spectated you and said dan's gonna win this fight i know it's usually dan won that
0: i know it's always like oh now defuse the bomb stop running away you can't save it's the last round oh my God. <laughs> so that's that's where it's at um
1: so for the after show i need you to pull up that clip i will force the people to watch we'll, that
0: we'll play the, we'll play the clip on the after show so um you were asking me what I've been playing. I have. I actually have a few things. I, I went in this week. So, um, the the first one I started to play was uh, X Four. So I oh, started. St- I started to play the. I did the tutorials. The tutorials on this game. So if you've never seen this game, it's like a huge open space sandbox game. I know you've seen it, but just for the uh, the listeners and the viewers. And effectively, what you. It's like a strategy game, but it's also like an exploration game. It's a huge space sandbox, and you can build out your empire um, kind of in a traditional RTS manner. You're managing your economy, you're managing growth, you're managing relationships with other factions, but you can also get into the spaceships and fly around. So the three tutorials on this game are all around how you fly the spaceship, and it's pretty intensive um, how you fly the spaceships, and the space battle is actually really, really good, in my opinion, and it's really good because it's not fast per se it's space so if i shoot at a ship and it gets scared and it goes 14 kilometers away i'm not on that ship again within seconds i am traveling for like five minutes just you know to get close to that thing again and then we're getting in in, engaging into a, a gunfight so i haven't started the actual game um but i spent like an hour playing the three tutorials and that tells you everything you should expect from the game moving I still forward. I think I'm going to get it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a me game. It's definitely a me game. It's like, oh, you can get in a ship and fly around for 30 hours or mm-hmm. you can manage your economy and your trade and your, you know, your empire expansion. It's like, okay, give it to me. Giant open world space sandbox.
1: I'm in a bit of a dilemma when oh, it no. comes to games. So I'm like halfway through Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. I want to finish it before I do something else makes sense. But Xenoblade Definitive Edition comes out like end of May. So I don't really have a whole lot of time in between those two. Mhm. And if I start something it's not going to get finished cuz I'm just going to play Xenoblade for like a month straight. Makes sense. Um so I'm thinking probably X4 because I'll probably spend 40 hours in it, do absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. in the grand scope of things, and just be like, Yep, cool. I played it. Um, I kind of did that with Elite Dangerous. Where did you ever play Elite Dangerous? I did not. Okay. It's it's the same thing, but it's a little, it's less macro. Okay. It's more you have your ship, upgrade your ship, go do whatever. It's the same, it's the same thing, but it's less like owning everything. It's more just worrying about yourself.
0: Okay. That makes sense. Um
1: yeah, but that that game, it takes it like the this is like a four hour tutorial on how to land your thing in a a dock. Yeah. It's, it's it's a mess. (laughs)
0: And that's And like, to be fair with X4, just to give you a little bit um, more, I guess, background on it. um, When I say I did the tutorials, I, I mean, I did enough of the tutorials to be comfortable with the mechanics. There was more stuff to do within each of those tutorials. And I still spent an hour and a half. So like once I, figured out how to fly and shoot i didn't need to go take down the giant warship and shoot off each individual cannon on the outside of it and you know keep what like i get it you aim you shoot you dodge like i, I got that but um and the other thing this is actually pretty funny um at one point, it's like you can get out of the ship and do things. Just use your numpad, and I'm like looking at my minimalist <laughs> keyboard. I'm like, <laughs> uh, at my yeah. keyboard. Mm. Ooh. I was like, I guess yeah. we're not, I guess we're not using that function. So
1: gonna so, have to dust off the old keyboard.
0: Yeah, I got it. In, I got it in the closet. I'll, I'll bust it out. Um, I did start Final Fantasy VII. I started that like Monday, and then I yeah. I really enjoyed it. I played like the first chapter and a half ish, and I was like, man. This is good. Like, yeah. like I, I want to play more. Um, And then I just didn't get around to playing more. So I'm not even going to comment on it other than like awesome. It looks really good. It plays well. Mm. I'm into it. Whatever. It's,
1: it's like I said, it's just, it's the, the high budget action movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool. Stuff's going to blow up. It's going to look cool, but.
0: Exactly. So
1: I'm so mixed on that game, man.
0: Don't be mixed. Love it. Make I'm it so easy. On it. Just make it easy.
1: Just, I know, just
0: love it. I am um, trying. What else have I been? Oh, um, XCOM Chimera Squad. Been playing that, D- enjoying it a lot. Um, yeah, actually, it's it's pretty fun. I know some people don't like it because it's not XCOM enough. I think they stripped out enough of the things that made XCOM like super deep and made it higher level. So effectively, you know, after XCOM Two, uh, Advent has left. You've won, mm. the, and now Earth is a mix of alien hybrid and humans living in conjunction with each other mass xenophobia occurs like, pretty pretty early on in that game um for sure um
1: utopia but with aliens
0: exactly like effectively so basically you are a SWAT team um it's a little more streamlined in that when you recruit new people, it comes from a list of pre-made characters that have their own backstory, actual names, and different stuff. You can't really change it. Uh, but a lot of the other mechanics, you know, you need to train the soldiers, you need to build upgrades, you need to manage money, you need to keep the panic from rising too high in the different districts. And then what if happens? You at. Which I did fail at. Um, kind of. It it kind of pushed me early to try to do the final mission which didn't work out well um at all and then yeah it's it's just it's XCOM combat but now they have this breach system because it's a SWAT team so every room you go into every encounter you're breaching and then you're coming through the door and you're basically getting to take the first shot at the enemies which is really cool but what it does is different encounters have different breach options. So sometimes you can stack all four people through a door and it tells you the benefits and the negatives to doing that. Or you can split them up and have like one guy go through a window and he's gonna get shot at first. But it's fine because Cherub has a shield, so I'm not worried about that. Or my my big dude, big body dude Axiom, send him through first because he's a bullet sponge, you know, that type of thing. So it's pretty fun. It doesn't seem super long. I'm pretty confident that if I beat that last mission, I would be done
1: the game's over.
0: Yeah, because basically hmm. you pick one of three factions of people who are like the terrorists you're going after. And I was on the one where I like faced off against their boss and like shut down their plan. So I'm assuming once I beat that I'm not going and then like oh no, it wasn't actually that faction. It was these people. I'm just assuming that that's the end and then, you know, recycle play the other factions. So hmm. um so that's been pretty I fun. just
1: have to do all three. And there's like a shadow group that's actually
0: Maybe I, I don't know. The game felt very close to over at that point because the game was like even though I was reducing panic in different districts it was like the overall city panic went up. The overall city panic went up like it was almost like pushing me like go there, do that story mission. Um so I don't know. It's fun. I'm going to play more of it. Um I made the big the big mistake of going iron man mode on my first playthrough which you Why? should you should never do that. So like I'm just locked into that mission forever and i'm way under leveled yeah. and to just
1: delete the save yeah at this point. so i'm
0: just gonna start a new one <laughs> but that's been fun and then i've been playing industries of titan which i think i've talked about on this podcast before um when we did a pax like not out. yeah it's early early access um it's coming 2021 like full release date um and, and release so it's got limited scope but it's a city builder um it's fun basically it's the future. There's this council. They want to industrialize different planets. They sponsor you. You have to go there and you have to build out your company and your giant industry on this planet called Titan. And as you go collecting resources and building out and um, pulling in people to work for you, you're going to compete against other industries for and rebel groups for space and resources and whatnot, as well as having to follow the rules the council lays upon you. Um, yeah, and it's it's kind of it's a tongue and cheek game. When you bring people in, they basically have two things you can do. You can either inject them with a chemical that makes them work 24-7 without sleeping, and then they become workers, and you need workers to do different things. But you have to pay their family every month a little bit of money as a, like, we're sorry we took your person in. We're effectively going to work them to death. What? Yeah, or the other thing you can do is to make money is you can put them in um, monetization stations, which is where when they wake up in the morning they literally go into a cube and watch ads all day, so that your industry can make money. So it's it just takes a lot of pot shots at like my capitalism and my industry. Yeah, um, I was
1: gonna say, but
0: it's it does it in a way that makes me laugh. Like every time, like I'm like, oh, you're going into the monetization station. Go watch my Google ads. You know, <laughs> like, it, it
1: makes you laugh because it's not your family exactly (laughs) they're not shipping off your wife to go work 24 7 in the 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 mines and here's your 20 bucks a day for your wife and
0: the best part about it too is these people don't they don't have a choice so you use influence to buy incoming ships from the depot like the council will be like oh you have enough influence yeah you can take the people and the stuff on that ship that's yours now so the council like is this over overarching like control group that does stuff and then you can eventually go to war but because it's the game is very much again industrialized you can only go to war if you buy war bonds so you have to pay the council to have the right to go to war or they'll stop in and stop the war between you and other people um and there's all kinds of mechanics that aren't there yet there's going to be like road building and waste management and i was talking to the developers at pax about it like how you can weaponize waste right you can take your extra waste and just go dump it near another another industry's city so that it makes their people sick so they can't work so then you can capitalize on their inability to gain money and grow the size and stuff like that so i
1: hate this game
0: i love it it's the best like i
1: already hate this game just from like like i'm sure it's a good game but the concept bro i'm I actually hate this because <laughs> I know this is what we're going to be dealing with in like five, 10 years.
0: I know it's, it's, we're future-proofing. We're learning. We're figuring, you know, driving
1: down like the highway and all of a sudden, oh yeah, we bought out this highway, by the way, you're owned by this company, you know?
0: Yep. So it's fun. I like Great. it. The, the mechanics are fun. The, you know, again, we were talking about the, um, the social commentary in Borderlands. This is like social commentary, the game, you know, effectively. Yeah. So
1: They're a little more real though. Yeah. It hits, a home. More, it hits yeah. home a little bit more than I like for my video games. It hits it's real close. It hits real close.
0: All right. So that's what we've been playing. I got to remember for Paul to hit this little thing that puts a, a mark on the video. We're moving on to gaming news. Mark my video. Whoa, my stream deck just freaked out. We'll move forward. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um. So today's Alien Day. Happy Alien Day.
1: I don't care. You're like I don't I don't, I care. don't care. I don't. I don't care. Oh, it's I don't even know what that was. It's it's, it's not it's not working. Well, um, why is it Alien Day?
0: You know, I don't know why today is Alien is Day. Like when
1: one of the movies came out or whatever no, or
0: you know, considering the fact that it's like my favorite property, I sh- I should know this answer, but I don't. I just know that today is Alien Day. So, on today, the day of Alien Day, um I wanted to bring to folks attention the game alien blackout which has been out for like four months <laughs> so um, it's a news podcast uh, by yeah the way. it's a news podcast um but the i guess the important thing here is on alien day i wanted to make you aware of two two things first this game does exist if you liked alien isolation um you can easily go jump into this game it happens after the events of that we don't know if or when we're ever going to get a follow-up to that, to that game. So this game kind of lives in that world. And, uh, yeah, if you want more alien isolation kind of stuff, go for it. Um, and the other thing I want to bring to your attention is that my main man, Zachary at, uh, <laughs> at GameZo hopped on and after years decided to go play Play and re-review Colonial Space Marines. So, Isn't that
1: the really bad game? Yes,
0: yes. And he yeah. played it with the patch update. So if you want to go have a good laugh and listen to and be reminded how bad that game was, you can go do that on our website.
1: Um, and then wait, it's still bad with the patch update. Oh yeah,
0: like horrible. Like he said, he had thousands of words. He he just put it live, so you can you can go check that out. Oh, um, no. Which is. God bless him for doing that. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention is the... Um, there's some rumors that my boy Cliffy B studio may or may not be working on an alien shooter, but that's been up in the air with the Disney acquisition of Fox and whatnot. But Alien Day, that's how dry for news we are, people. We're talking about yeah, Alien um, Day.
1: I'm talking about a, a four-month-old Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff that's going to actually get pulled from the store probably because the company went under...
0: You know, it's Alien Day. We're just, we we got content, Ross. What do you want me to do? Content. I, don't, I don't make the news happen, okay? I just report yeah, on content. it. <laughs> so, yeah. so speaking of news nobody cared about, Stadia Connect is happening in two days. We're going to have a nice conference from Google. They're going to tell us all kinds of cool stuff about the Stadia, all the, how great it's been, how it's revolutionized gaming, how they have X million players on it because of their free trial that's going on right now. Um announce some new games, or they might be shuttering it completely. I don't know. How do you feel?
1: So, I watched the 15 second like, ad for it that they posted on their Twitter account, which is 15 more seconds than I ever wanted to spend on this stupid platform. But again, the only thing I ever see with Stadia is Destiny 2. Like, I'm convinced Destiny 2 is the only game you can play on Stadia. And it's like new games coming soon. And then it just, it just shows like Doom and then it shows Destiny 2 again. Yeah. Well,
0: that was that was the whole thing. Like when it was first coming out, you know, they had uh, Borderlands 3 was like, you're going to be able to play Borderlands 3 on your phone. It's going to be awesome. And then it, like right before it came out, they're like, yeah, but you know how they have like a patch for Borderlands 3 at launch and it, it fixes all the stuff from the beta. And the, um, yeah, you can play the, uh, the version with a three month old patch. So it's it's still the beta version of the game, but it's on Stadia. Day and date, go ahead and play it. And like I was covering the Stadia launch a lot because I was the um, the de facto hardware writer at the time, and I had to like we had a thing. It was um, a list or an article that explained like here's all the launch games for Stadia. And every day I would have to go and like delete three things off that list. you know it was just like it started with like 30 things and then by the time the game launched it was like destiny
1: yay my destiny two box.
0: yeah it's like great and i actually canceled i had ordered one because i was going to review it and then Mm -hmm. as it got closer i was like just give me my money back (laughs) yeah i was like there's nothing to review here how good does the controller feel is there latency yes you know and then like two games i i don't know
1: I'm sure it's more than two games, but it's in reality, it's two games we like actually care about. More.
0: Yeah. Like, so I'm curious to see what they're going to come out and say at connect. I'm sure I'm sure Google threw all the money at CD Projekt Red and they're going to come out with like cyberpunk on Stadia day one. That, you know,
1: that would actually legitimately be really big. Yeah. Because so. that game is going to be incredibly hardware dependent. I mean, you, you'll you still be able to play it, but to play it at 60 really well like ultra graphics or whatever that's gonna be absolutely huge if they can do it i doubt it i bet it's gonna be hey here's rayman raven Rabbids three (laughs) and a half or whatever and here's here's some mobile games that we decided to throw on here hey by the way destiny 2 guys have you played destiny 2 yet here it is on stadia
0: we we got it it's on the stadia yeah Yeah. who cares dude i like i pulled up the list and it's kind of sad yeah so you got
1: uh, some stadia games you got
0: odyssey assassin's creed odyssey oh you you got attack on titan 2 um we got borderlands 3 finally finally yeah uh the crew 2
1: like the racing game yeah destiny 2 yeah
0: oh yo farming simulator 19 though esports ready yeah uh football manager 2020 grid okay uh Metro Exodus is on there. They got Rage 2, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm trying to see if there's anything. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Okay. Okay. Definitive Tomb Raider, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah, they've got okay stuff. Yeah, Um, but the problem is
1: you have to buy all these games too. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, here's your Stadia, here's all these games. Here's your Stadia, now buy all these games.
0: But here we go, I guess. So here's things that they're probably going to announce. Okay, so according to this this particular list there are some upcoming games that we know about including baldur's okay. gate three cyberpunk 2077
1: Ooh, um
0: okay. yeah the marvel's avenger game um i'm trying to go down and see if there's anything else that's like super good uh, the new watchdogs the elder scrolls online
1: watchdogs okay that's new to me Great. um
0: yeah so i don't know i guess they have some stuff to talk about right
1: Dude. I don't know. It just irks me that you still have to buy these games though. Like this is Google. You don't, you don't need my $60 to play whatever.
0: Yeah. I've Like I've got to hand you $10 you a month. Like a Netflix plus.
1: service. Just pay per month, have all the games. Like it's easy. Xbox is doing this. They don't have that much money. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, Microsoft is still like,
0: and I've said that other- a few times. I've I've said, if someone came out and they wanted to charge me like 30 bucks a month, 60 bucks a month on like, I don't know about that one dependent so, on the library Dependent depending on 20. the library but like if you I'm gonna I'll, I'll die hard on 30. up to okay. 30 bucks a month I would happily pay that to have a library of like even if it's not day and date with the launch like but just up-to-date newer games like I would yeah. be happy to pay that for some of those games that were on that list like if you told me like yeah you're gonna get cyberpunk but it's gonna come out 60 days later on stadia you know what I'll just go back to playing my destiny (laughs) two and and my borderlands three with the old patch and wait for my, for cyberpunk, because you know, it's, it's just better than kind of doing it that way. But you know, they're, they're Google and I'm sure the way the deal works involves the developers a lot as well. Um, so, but we'll see, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be watching, unfortunately, the, (laughs) uh, the stadia conference.
1: I just don't think anyone's legitimately going to care about Stadia until they make it like a subscription service.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. You know what I think will help is a huge portion of Xbox's next-gen strategy is their xCloud. Yeah. So I think as it gets more normalized, it'll be better but you hear it all the time man it's like i hate to say it but gamers can be boomers you know and it's like my, my physicals my physical discs what if the what if some, for some reason my digital downloads don't function correctly or, or whatever yeah so. but it,
1: that's i mean that's a much bigger topic now it's like i'm buying now i have to buy these games that i don't actually own and i have to play on a console that may or may not be around for the next two three years and that's that's what kind of sucks about all this stuff
0: that's the biggest problem what happens if i buy borderlands three on stadia and in a year google's like bro this thing's a money sink it's not catching on
1: yeah
0: like what do i do i'm, I'm out 60 bucks so I get yeah, what are they
1: gonna do here's your steam code sorry stadia didn't work out yeah like, exactly. they're not gonna do that
0: they're gonna say eat it you know good luck sorry yeah. so it, it is what it is but anyway i don't want to turn this into a show on stadia i'm sure we could discuss the ups and downs of cloud gaming for hours um If you want to learn more about cloud gaming, you can go to the GameZo website. I wrote like a 30,000 word essay explaining how it all functions. So yeah, (laughs) that Ross did not read. (laughs) Um, This one was funny because we were watching the video right beforehand, but uh, it's going to make some folks sad. We are getting no WWE 2K game this year.
1: Unfortunate. No WWE 2K. Yeah. Like 21? Yeah, Yeah, I think
0: 2021, whatever it is, yeah. So, um, it's been a mainstay. It's been a game people wait for each year. But Ross, do you want to inform the inform the people why we may or may not be getting or why they may have or may not have canceled this game? Because they're bad. The people are the and, game.
1: Well, the, the the game. But um, so if you follow gaming at all, you probably saw last year that 2k20 was very poorly made it did not function at all it was just riddled with bugs 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 and more bugs and it was horrible um i think i've seen more content of the game breaking than the game actually working (laughs) and i don't really know what's going on with 2k because i know some I don't know the exacts, but I, I think some stuff's going on with the the NBA franchise too. Oh, really? They they fired like I, I'm sure it was some like Keemstar social media beef or whatever. But the um like the head guy for the 2K franchise for basketball, he like bailed recently. Hmm. So I don't really know what's going on with them, but I mean it's 2K. They probably have tons of money because they have the the NBA deal. Yeah they have well i mean they have the wwe bill. but they said that they were going to announce something t- well monday which would be tomorrow for us so maybe there's maybe they're just going to like update or patch 2k20 and make it i don't i don't know how wrestling games work i don't know if there's like a roster update or something like in madden yeah <laughs> and you gotta add some more guys in like I don't, I don't know how that works it's i genuinely don't know what gets added from year to year with these games.
0: It's you know, it's not a bad strategy moving forward either. Um I've always felt like we just these games they're so minor. Yeah. You know, in updates and it's it's tough. The only there's very few sports games where there I feel like there's enough content to annually d- d- do it. Um the the one I will say that makes Sense to some degree is the Formula One games because every year they show up with brand new cars with brand new physics on the cars, so they yeah. almost have to build the car models from the
1: ground up. Um, well, I mean, we're talking about sports, sport. Well, not, that is a sport. Like, I know, I oh, know, no, no, you know what I'm saying. No, we're
0: talking that's about. It. Like, <laughs> I'm
1: <Shut> <laughs> we're talking about like the EA slash 2K.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it. And there's none of those that I can see realistically. Like, what are you doing, moving some rosters around? Yeah. Updating stats. You know what I mean? I'm with you on that. You can wait every two years and That's I was that aren't right. Yeah. And and the <laughs> point people complained. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm faster than that. It's like, bro, you're yeah. in a five five. Okay? Tom Brady, <laughs> relax. <laughs> um, but the point I was I was gonna get to with the uh the F1 game is they release their games mid season. So, what they'll do is most of these games release before the season. What the F1 games do is they just patch and update their game all the way through like the middle of the next F1 season. Then they release the new game. So, it's almost like they're patching and updating, and then they hit like critical mass of when they actually need like a full scale update. And there's always tons of new features. Like this year's game is going to allow you to start your own F1 team, right? Which is a huge you can't patch that in. That's like a whole game mechanic. And then they drop that in like June or July. And then, you know, they update that through the season and then the off season and then so on and so forth. So it's almost like they kind of, they do that. Um, I feel like you could go with most traditional Maddens and soccer games. You could go a full year with just the patching cycle.
1: You know what I mean? That's that's what they do, but they do. I mean like a
0: full, full, like, the year the game covers plus the following year. So I guess two years. would be, No, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. So like skip a year of a full game release and just patch the stuff as you go. But money.
1: It's funny because EA and, and 2K, they've, they've really profited off of the fact that their general player base doesn't understand like the video games as a whole right now. Yeah. The sports games are the biggest candidate for the games as a service model. But what they'll do is, you, you know, like the like the FIFA ultimate team mm-hmm. and the, the man ultimate team all that. Like I'm assuming all that stuff just gets a race when the new year comes out. Right. So yeah. all these people, dump all this money into their team for a year and then they have to go do it again for the next game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like those games could just sit there for five years, get updated now and then because it's the same graphics engine. It's the same, whatever, same features for the most part. And it's funny because every year madden takes out a feature and then they'll put it back in two years later be like oh it's back you guys wanted it so badly here it is the new feature from four years ago yeah
0: the one you yelled at us for taking out yeah (laughs) like
1: vision cone is back
0: yeah it's like oh great um yeah I'm, i'm with you i'm with you so i'm sure they'll do a like roster update and i can almost like you said see them using this as a uh a games as a service esque test for their other games see see if it don't know
1: see if like, it's what do you do with a wrestling game like yeah. I, just, I just don't understand what do you add to a wrestling game
0: usually its features in like story mode and stuff like that and roster updates and making it look better right so
1: there's like wrestling ultimate team is there <laughs>
0: That, that, that's they, the thing. They couldn't is. find a
1: way to make an ultimate team for wrestling. I'm sure they there is. Figure out a way to monetize it. That's why. I'm sure there is. That's though. a real tinfoil hat.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> we're wrong. I'm sure there's like. I'm sure firmly,
1: like. I'm sure it's their biggest cash cow or something. Yeah. Um, the wrestling ultimate. The what? <laughs> the, the wrestling ultimate team. Yeah. You know how Madden's the mutt and FIFA's like the, <laughs> yeah, the, the what? <laughs> the what? <laughs> the wrestling ultimate team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it looks like there's not. It doesn't look like it exists, but there's like the first thing when you search it is a Reddit article is like, how would people feel if 2K brought Ultimate Team into wrestling? The people it's, would feel dirty, but the
1: they would feel they would be mad. But it's also simultaneously the only thing that would keep their game going. Exactly. So,
0: well, that's enough of wrestling. That's more wrestling than I've ever talked in my life. Well, so, wrestling. Let's let's go to let's go to the world I love most, the world of malicious hackers. And let's, let's combine that with our podcast and talk about how 160,000 Nintendo accounts have been compromised. Not mine. That's good, yeah. So, I Yay. guess the first thing to say is if you hear this, stop panicking immediately. Nintendo will email you if your account has been compromised. <laughs> okay? So, like, still good hygiene to go and change account passwords and different stuff. If you're doing that thing that you're not supposed to do where you use the same password across all of your accounts, go. Of course, go change them. But the fact of the matter is, if your account was compromised, Nintendo will be contacting you. Now, this sucks. If you're Nintendo, the last thing you ever want to have to go out and say is that things, your accounts have been compromised. What you also don't want to have to do is what Nintendo has to do now, which is like your personal information also may have been compromised with your account. Like that's Uh that's the next level worse. Like emails, Mm, names, uh like your. Depending where you're from and where you're listening to this podcast from, like your personal data has could have been compromised as part of your your account. So, um, not a good look. Definitely not a good look when you're a big company. Mm. Um, I guess the upside here is it's not really an upside, but just to I guess calm people to some degree. The bigger the company, the bigger the target on your back. Okay, so. In information security and cybersecurity, as a defender, you have to be right every time. As an attacker, you have to be right once. It is a much more difficult job to defend it. And then the bigger the target you are, the more focused attackers you have on your stuff, the harder the job becomes. Um, We've seen Blizzard hacked, right? We've seen plenty of big other companies hacked. It's just this is the beloved Nintendo. This is Mario, okay? On a pedestal. So I'm never
1: getting a Target credit card. Can't yeah. trust them with my information. Hell no. You
0: can. You cannot trust Target with your information. They no. That whole hack happened because they didn't remove an HVAC vendor's credentials from the system. Oof. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I. I mean, that's it's rough stuff, man. Your. Your Nintendo Do you account. Do know how they did it? Yeah. Give me the deets.
1: They. Uh. They used the legacy login information from the old um, 3ds and Wii U platform. <sighs> So basically they linked, um, they linked like a fake account or whatever to like the actual Nintendo account and then logged in that way. Oh boy. Cause you know how, like when they changed the new Nintendo service, it was like upgrade or whatever, yeah. like, like your account, they just did that with everything. And they're like, Hey, I have access to this now.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's what we call in the field, a, uh, a business logic flaw, right? That's, that's where you have some kind of, uh, Or a misuse case, right? Which is a vulnerability created by um, something that does what you intend from a business use case, but you can use that legitimate functionality to do bad (laughs) things, right? And, um, you know, that's a risk you take with linking legacy systems. It's, you know, and not to turn this into the Dan security podcast.
1: Yeah, there we go. Come on.
0: But the, um, the issue with... Linking a legacy system with a newer system is that usually you're not going to upgrade the legacy system and defend it in any way, right? You're usually just going to sunset that and accept the risk with it and move forward, right? And then, but you're going to keep the new system up to date. So, but as defended and as well protected as, and as many controls are in place on the new system, it's only as strong as the legacy system that you're not protecting any longer, right? <laughs> yep. But what it does create and what Nintendo probably balanced the risk out for is. By doing that, they're giving their users a smoother um, user experience. So a lot of times you end up with this weird thing in, in the security world of you have to be secure enough without impacting user experience. And this is one of those instances where uh, they likely prioritized user experience over security and it ended up biting them.
1: And uh, to link this to a future topic in the show, do you know what happened with all the hacked accounts? They were used to purchase V Bucks for Fortnite.
0: Oh, there we go.
1: There we go. It there. all comes back to all, Fortnite, all,
0: and f- this is why Fortnite is a <laughs> scourge on the earth, and we must get rid of it. Okay. So anyway, that is the Nintendo account hacks. Obviously, that popped up on my radar. Um, yeah
1: That's a damn topic.
0: It's. I, I saw "hacked" in Nintendo in the same sentence, and I was like,
1: You're like, Phew. yeah."
0: I didn't get enough time. I actually, it's funny. I saw this. I saw this. Um, like last night so the amount of time i had to look into it was unfortunately very small but i assumed you did your history on it and i know enough about security that i only need a few details to string yeah. string some things together I so did my
1: history because i didn't i didn't want to go look at my bank stave and see <laughs> Fortnite v bucks to like minus 200 minus 200 minus 200
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, damn my the account attached to my nintendo account is long gone so that's yeah. that's good um a quick topic um and the, we were joking about this before the show. Uh Crash Bandicoot like shadow dropped a uh an infinite runner game on mobile, which I just I like Crash Bandicoot so I'm happy, but you you made the joke like did they shadow drop it or did no one care? You
1: know. <laughs> Does no one care? So, I mean, if there's an IP that's good for an infinite run game, it's Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. They when when Crash Bandicoot first came out, they were their whole thing was yeah, you know Mario. That's cool. We took the camera and put it behind him instead of to the side. How cool is that? Yep.
0: Yeah. I I love the bandicoot. It's good stuff. I actually, I found out about that. A random dude on my Twitter who is not like linked into the gaming or IT worlds at all. Like it's just some random third party person that I follow was like, Bro, this new Crash Bandicoot game looks fire on mobile, and I was like, "Excuse me!" Like, so that's that's how I was made aware of of that game. Um
1: so yeah, he's cranking out bejeweled levels left and right, and yeah. that's what he qualifies as gaming. Exactly, good for him, man.
0: Um, and then the last thing is, it's a really it's a minor thing, but I just thought it was interesting. So recently, in Gran Turismo Sport, they dropped a new Toyota Supra car, and during kind of the launch event, people. Oh, I see you doing the Dan's talking about cars again Dan's thing. Dan's talking
1: about cars again. <laughs> oh, oh, Ross is out. I don't uh, care.
0: No, but th- this is potentially interesting news, and it's kind of like a speculation moment. But um, when discussing the drop of the new car into the current Gran Turismo, um, the folks from Polyphony were saying, like, oh, we're working on a brand new Gran Turismo game. Like, it's it's coming. And, like, we all kind of knew that, but it was just... It was good to, he- or nice to hear. Shocker. Yeah. New system on the way. One of their core franchises, you know.
1: T- Hi, core PlayStation franchise being made for new PlayStation. What What a... Yeah. mean
0: But confirmed. So that... What a woge bomb. Yeah, very, very quick, short thing. We could have all, like, if you told me, like, hey, Dan, over the next three years, tell me three games coming out for PS5. I'd be like, Gran Turismo, <laughs> you know,
1: that God would be of, like... Gran Turismo, God of War, Last of Us something. Exactly. Nathan Drake. Who cares? He's in there.
0: Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Probably a kill zone. Uh, Yeah, probably a kill zone.
1: Probably a kill zone. Uh,
0: Spoiler, I'm not done talking about cars today. There is one more topic later in the show. But moving forward, let's talk about Fortnite, their metaverse, their $15 $15 billion valuation, and their awesome concert. Which part of that do you want to talk about? Uh, First. I don't
1: care about a bunch of Silicon Valley dudes trying to invent something that's been pretty much second life for the last 20 years. But yeah, uh Fortnite had this little concert. Now it sucks for me because I always tell people I know absolutely nothing about pop culture. I don't watch cool movies. I don't care about your Breaking Bads or your Game of Thrones. Like I don't watch any of that stuff. I don't listen to music. I don't know who Nicki Minaj. I thought um I thought, you know, Solange Knowles or whatever. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, well, I I thought... I guess Beyonce has like a sister or whatever. Okay. I I thought that was just her. Like, I I know absolutely nothing, (laughs) actually, And I would always tell people, I don't listen to music unless it's in a video game. Now I have problems because these people are doing concerts in a video game. (laughs) So, I don't know who this Travis Scott guy is. I only know him because he had the the Sicko Mode song that was like a meme for like two months or whatever. So now he had a, a huge concert in Fortnite, and the production value was through the roof mm-hmm. and if i played fortnite competitively or something i'd probably be mad that all this effort was being put into a concert and not the game that kind of hasn't been updated for a while but i digress uh fortnite hit their largest like what was it like their concurrent player like all at, like one time or whatever It was yeah. like 12.3 million people all playing it at once And it's funny because every time we're just like, yeah, Fortnite's kind of dying. They do something. And it's like, everyone's on Fortnite right now. Yeah, Get on Fortnite. But it was really cool. I mean, I watched the concert. It was cool. The music was cool. And then Drake was in it.
0: I know. The, the, I know things about pop culture. I'm Ross. I know Drake.
1: Yeah, yeah. there we go. Um,
0: yeah, I went. I watched a video, and I think I sent you that uh, that message. And I was like, "Bro, this production values through the roof. How many developers? Like, what do you think these developers could have been doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> instead
0: of making this like the the greatest thing of all time."
1: Um, it was funny because I watched a um, Hundred Thieves put out a video. It was like all of them reacting to it simultaneously, and it was funny because towards the end they were all like oh my God, it's going to take us to a new map. Because they're, um, you know, at the end where like they're flying or whatever and they're yeah. going towards the light, they're all like, bro, they're going to give us a new map. They're going to give us a new map, man. It's here. They're going to drop a new map. Or it's, oh my God, they're going to bring us back to the original map. This is so exciting. And then it just drops them back to like where they were. Yeah, was like, you thought we were actually working on the game. Joke's on you.
0: Yeah, no, we were working on this. We had all of our developers yeah. <laughs> doing this. Get out of here. Come on. Yeah, so that's, I totally get what you're saying too. Um, I mean, Epic is doing... I guess the total the the total roundabout topic here is really just like how big epic has become right yeah they have their epic game store which you know it has its issues but they're they're giving more money to the developers and there's just some games i have to get on epic i have no choice and i do it because you know what i'm gonna play the games so um it it would be great i have uh what's the other one gog i have that too um that one looks
1: really good it's It's actually look into it more
0: it's actually pretty smooth that's what i got x4 on um was, yeah, was that one and i like that launcher a lot but you know now i've got seven launchers i finally deleted the ea launcher <laughs> i was like get oh, out of here origin I, I was like you're the worst i you know i tell it don't start up on open and it's like yeah on startup yeah, i'm right doing here. it <laughs> you want
1: to play apex
0: <laughs> yeah i like got
1: no. $100 gun skins yeah. come on
0: so um it's it's you know they're getting huge they did this concert you know fortnite's been massive for them they've got the store um like you said they've got this like Fortnite metaverse thing that I don't know. Man,
1: I sigh every time I hear this, man.
0: So you know, like you said, it's basically they want Second Life <laughs> too. Like
1: it's like, have you guys never played an MMO before? They're like, yeah. people are going to have jobs in the metaverse. People are going to like exist in the metaverse. They're going to be able to buy things in the metaverse. And it's like, yeah, like have you never played World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy or EverQuest exactly. or Lineage or
0: just name name them all. Like, it's just like a wild star. Nothing but online. play like
1: Mario in like Call of Duty and like, wow, this we can make a whole world in a video game and people can just exist in it. And it's like me playing eight hours a day at Final Fantasy.
0: Yeah, It's just like Ma Hot Pocket.
1: Ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've been doing this, guys. Where's my million dollars?
0: It's you know, it's like uh, it it makes me laugh. I just imagine some like twenty-five-year-old Silicon Valley dude who made a billion dollars because he made like Twitter for Dogs or something, you know, and uh, he just does a bong rip and like puts on Ready Player One and he's like, "Yo, but what if?" (laughs) Yeah, and it's like no, you don't understand. Like Ready Player One is riffing (laughs) off of current technologies and things that already exist, and taking it to an extreme. It's not inventing, you know, some some new thing. Um, But regardless, I think the big thing here is that if you take Fortnite and the concerts and the concurrent user base and the um, the pop culture kind of awareness the q score of fortnite and, and epic games and their all their different stuff combined they're going to do a series uh, raise and they're starting at a valuation of 15 billion dollars so they can give away like this much and if you're listening i'm doing like the tiny space between my fingers thing um they can give away that little bit of equity that tiny bit of equity and just like have operating capital for years you know, if they if they if they play their cards right, like it because is of all
1: the concerts.
0: Yeah, it's completely conceivable that they take in one point five billion dollars in money. Like, yeah. do you know how much runway that gives you? You can build three metaverses.
1: Like, yeah, but this is like a bigger topic, the whole metaverse thing. Because I mean, if you think about it, Fortnite, yeah, it has all this cool stuff, but you can still only fit a hundred people in a lobby. Mm-hmm. Like, you do you do a concert, there's still only a hundred people in the lobby. So. Yeah. That's not gonna change anytime soon. And we're talking about Fortnite getting evaluated at fifteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Roblox got an evaluation of four billion. So it's like if you have a world where people can make stuff, now's your chance to cash in.
0: Yeah. Ross, <laughs> what was, need you in the next few weeks. You I wanna know, right? you wanna throw up an MMO?
1: <laughs> yeah. Make own. I uh when I was reading more about this, I saw that even um there was like this group of journalists or whatever. And they leaked a bunch of public documents that were like um, classified or whatever, Mm -hmm. but they did it on a Minecraft server. Hmm. So if you wanted to view these, you just booted up Minecraft and went to this IP address and you could just read everything.
0: That's really interesting. That's, I mean, that is a unique way to do it. Right. And um, I think when you look at, again, this becomes kind of an information security and data loss prevention thing there's just certain things like you don't think of blocking. Right. Yeah. Like I, w- I wouldn't, like think of geo my, <laughs> oh my documents God, from a Minecraft server. I'd be like, Oh, whatever. Like, who's, who's Ross gonna do plays that? Minecraft at home, whatever. Here's, here's some documents, you know, like, sure. um, but yeah, kind I guess a that's
1: VPN a and go on Minecraft.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a discreet, a discreet way to, uh, now
1: I'm Edward Snowden to do it.
0: Yeah. I too am Edward Snowden. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's all it's all really interesting. Um, I don't know how I feel about. I don't know how I feel about like video game companies getting these types of valuations. Like I get why they are. Um, and and Paul actually made a good point um, in our chat, which is that they have house party. As, as part of their family, which is a uh, synchronous social platform, right? That does kind of, uh, I guess it's similar to like a Zoom, right? You can do face-to-face connection. Um, Zoom,
1: but secure. It,
0: well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and not to devolve, again, not to go like way off the beaten path here, but like, did you see Zoom CEO came out and was like, you yeah, got us.
1: <laughs>
0: we just, we stopped using encryption. It was easier than like,
1: no i didn't
0: doing yeah like it was really bad it was it was really bad um but anyway yeah so i i don't know i have i have feelings about this like i'm part of me is happy but like if epic drops the ball on this it completely destroys the ability for these companies to to get decent valuations and bring on money and then like i worry you know me i'm the big heart for indie developers like I don't want, like, suddenly every indie developer to be like, it's a multi-platform, cross-functional, real-life, modifying, AI, read like, you know, like, using all the buzzwords about, like, how they're basically a better indie version of this just in the hopes Mm. of getting enough money to make the game they want to make. Or these scumbag business people that just see the $15 billion valuation and they just come in and they just, like, throw resources at building a clone in the hopes of getting the same money.
1: But all these companies are getting all this money for not video game stuff. Yeah. Like they're getting it because my metaverse and all this stuff, they're not getting it because it's a good game. And that's, that's kind of like my issue.
0: Yeah. I think that's what I was trying to get at. Is like, I don't, I I don't, I don't want companies who would otherwise make good games to compromise and do something to make, to get money because that's where the money's flowing.
1: You know, it's like we're, we're going to go back into those dark ages of like six, eight years ago where every single game is open world survival crafting with zombies
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like, we had rust and seven days to die and all these other games that are just kind of like Daisy clones. Cause mm-hmm. that was the new hotness.
0: Exactly. So but I don't know. Good for Epic.
1: Here it comes.
0: Get yours. Get bought by some like weird international conglomerate of brand building billionaires and, Enjoy your moment in the sun, I guess. Is, it's either
1: that or Tencent. So
0: yeah, so that's
1: <laughs> take your wins where you can.
0: Yeah. So that that's all I had on Epic. That's I'm I'm done. I just the fifty like all that stuff was going on. I was like, okay, but you know me, it's like the second I saw the valuation and like the the fact that they're raising money, and I looked and I was like. Excuse me, with a B. Like do you know how hard most tech companies work to become a unicorn and get a one billion dollar valuation? These people like rolled in with Fortnite and a fifteen billion dollar valuation because of Mama Metaverse, you know? Yeah. So it's like I don't know.
1: It's just it's just funny thinking about what vanilla Fortnite was before the battle royale.
0: Yeah. It was like <laughs> we gotta build and, no and defend. Yeah. Yeah. I remember listening to uh like a kind of funny podcast like years ago and they were like someone was like oh i've been playing this new game Fortnite. uh it's really cool you got to build a bunch of stuff and do resource management and then at night you you fight stuff with by shooting at it and th- i think they're coming out with a battle royale mode but i think that's gonna fail because PUBG is so like it owns the market fast forward like yeah <laughs> could not be more wrong so they hit life is strange it is that's also a good video game Square Enix. All right, I'm done with Epic. Let's move on to esports news. I'm
1: done with Epic. Uh, I'm
0: done with them. Get out of here, Epic. You had your moment. Yep. Um, So Valorant, of course, has been the... Uh, I'm going to jump around, actually. I'm going to cover some of the, the smaller do, topics. Do and, and then we'll come back to Valorant. Because there's like two Valorant components to this section. But I feel like Valorant has been the market right now. So we'll cover some of the... Things people are going to care less about and only require a two-minute. Oh, I'm looking at these
1: other topics. I, I don't care yeah. about these. and other that's things. what I
0: mean. Again, slow week. So ESPN and Madden have come together to put together a Madden tournament. Yay! More sports on.
1: Yay! We on. get to see Snoop Dogg again.
0: Yeah. Whatever. It's just again. This is just like I feel like this is going to be the weekly thing for a while. It's just some yeah. new sport that can't do their sport is going to have a video game do their sport. The yeah, end. One well,
1: more of those. Well, it's not that. It's just ESPN actually cares about the the Madden esports scene right now because oh, okay. they they have like their Madden Bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's so for the next three weeks, essentially, ESPN is just going to have all the the Madden Bowl stuff. So I guess this t- well, t- right right now today is um, I think it's the last chance qualifier or whatever for the Madden Bowl. So that's going on, and then there's a celebrity Madden thing going on right now too. And like I said, Snoop Dogg's there, and he's like yo, for a I got got the Saints dog, but um yes that's going on and then there's like a whole madden tour two weeks from now so all of may is going to be madden stuff every weekend for espn
0: okay that makes sense so that's too all that was because i saw i think it was snoop dogg played uh daniel cormier the ufc ex heavyweight champion um and there was like a clip that came up on my twitter of, of them playing and like a last second loss uh for for dc so
1: oh um, that Snoop, makes sense. Snoop apparently runs his own like esports ladder website. Oh, really? Yeah, they were talking about so it. Like I was Snoop, just Snoop Org. It's like GGL or something. Ladder. Yeah, do do like Snoop Dogg GGL or something. Snoop Dogg GGL. Yeah. Yeah. You get. Yeah.
0: You're right. Snoop Dogg kept his ground round for the gangsta. What what is this?
1: Is that the name of it?
0: The Gangsta Gaming League. GGL. Oh
1: my god.
0: <laughs> Yo, Ross, when are we getting in on the Gangsta Gaming League, bro? I'm in. Dude,
1: sign me up. Sign me up for that
0: ladder. I'm down. Let's go. What
1: are those sponsors like?
0: Oh, dude, you probably know every C B D company knows. <laughs> I was man. gonna say
1: Johnny Smoke Shop.
0: <laughs> like crazy. Alright. Well that that makes more sense. Um What do we oh this one is like this is a total. I could not care less. About this, honestly, like you would have to pay me to care less about this than I currently do. Um, ESL has partnered with Gunner Wait. Optics to have ESL uh, branded Gunner Optics.
1: Glasses. I knew you were going to say this. Like, I was waiting for the E, and uh, I knew exactly where this was going. Like,
0: I, did, it I saw the news story. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, they brought them on as a sponsor. It's like, no, they have a, a deal where now you can get your Gunners, but they'll say ESL on the side.
1: That uh, I, I have nothing else yeah. on that. As someone who works on a computer for eight hours a day and then sits on a computer for another eight hours, probably 12 hours a day, I um, I went to my optometrist and I was like, hey, should I look into these glasses with, you know, the yellow tint and the blue light? And he basically looked at me and he's like, nah, no big deal.
0: Yeah, I did. Matter. I did a whole article, actually. The only science that backs blue light blocking is how it affects your sleep. We have photoreceptors on our eyes and blue light indicates to our body to stay awake and to not produce uh, melatonin to go to sleep. So if you have a hard time going to sleep after playing games and it's not like adrenaline related or whatnot, um, you have basically two options. You can take a melatonin supplement (laughs) or you can get some blue light blocking glasses. But from the perspective of like eye strain and that type of stuff, there is absolutely no science that Mm -hmm. backs that. That's
1: essentially what he said to me.
0: Yeah. So um, anyway, get your ESL gunner optics.
1: Yeah. And get your gamer jerky code and your, your G fuel sponsorship. It's all going to make you a better gamer. Yep. It's all good. There you go.
0: All right. And then the last one, which again is. Uh, a Ross don't care. He can go go use the bathroom. Uh, Torque Esports signed a TV deal in Europe with Eurosport. Uh, this is just another one of those. There's no sports on TV. They've been doing this. They've been doing this live racing league on Twitch, and uh, a sports channel came around. and was like, what if you didn't do it on Twitch? What if you? Uh, What if you did it on our channel? And obviously, right now, you'd have to be crazy to not take like guaranteed money to be on TV. If you're one of these esports leagues, it doesn't matter if it's racing or you know, uh, I don't know, ping pong. Like, if a TV station with uh, national reach or international reach comes to you and says, "Like, here's a million dollars, Ross's esports league. Would you like to start airing your stuff here instead of Twitch?" Like, you're just going to say yes.
1: Me, like, Gangsta Gaming League is going to be live now on TBS. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> like, Bring it on. I don't know, man. It's it's always funny because I go, whenever ESPN is doing something and I don't have the right login credentials for my TV provider or whatever, it's always, you you don't have access to watch this. And I'm yeah. like, are you sure? I'm just going to load up Twitch and there it is. Exactly. Because <laughs> they usually broadcast them simultaneously.
0: Well, that's what cracks me up about it. It's like... um. And I, you know, I didn't want to make this a long point, but you went there, so it, here we go. Yeah. This hour-long podcast about to be three well, hours.
1: It the, um, it's because the ESPN um, three or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how you have the 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 subscription thing. Part of it is the League of Legends Pro mm-hmm. League. Or whatever it's called. It's just it's live on Twitch, but you can also pay $5.99 a month to watch it on ESPN. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, my whole point was it's really funny to watch these. So Torque Esports does the race, which is um they actually have a lot of like ex F1 champions and like active people in it. So it's like it's been one of the bigger ones and it gets a decent Twitch following and whatnot. But live streaming on the internet is the future. So it's so funny to see these these leagues and these esports organizations that are getting big in in the future of gaming, Twitch, Mixer, etc., And they're being like, nah, but we'll go on TV. And I get it from a business perspective, which is if I can catch my dad on a Saturday and he's like, what's this? Oh, this is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't have actual racing right now. This, oh, this is pretty realistic. Awesome. And then like at the bottom, it's like, and by the way, you can also catch us on this. Like it might expose people or pull in people otherwise. But yeah, my whole thing is I keep looking at these and I'm just laughing and I'm like, it's I think it's cool that they're coming to the mainstream, but it's like the future isn't television. No. The future is no. where they are, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of funny. But and with that in mind,
1: well, ESPN.
0: Oh no, you've got free another thing.
1: No, I um it's it's more Twitch stuff, but uh I noticed that ESPN is making a lot of random Twitch accounts now. So the other day I was browsing through the just chatting section and like ESPN for whatever in Chicago, whatever the number is. So ESPN 895 Chicago, whatever has a Twitch channel and it's just them simulcasting their radio show so it's just like a webcam of this guy in his basement with all the sh- all the radio equipment and he's like taking calls he's like "Jerry from the the South End, how you doing hey man long time first time just here to talk about Jerry St. Jordan documentary" and i'm just like "what why are we doing this on <laughs> Twitter? <laughs> that's
0: like that's that's funny <laughs> that's actually i did notice that i noticed a lot of times i like, get the um you know i have the people i follow and then it gives you kind of like based on what you've been watching so uh you know valorants obviously been hot and i've been watching a lot of that so it's like yo do you want to watch summit do you want to you know and it just like gives me those but occasionally it'll be like hey did you know espn the ocho is live with cornhole
1: yeah. and i'm like on twitch like really oh yeah let's watch and then that they- you know who pulls in like a bunch of numbers for a random reason um the whl the professional women's hockey league consistently gets, like, two to 3,000 viewers on their Twitch channel because they stream all their games on Twitch. They actually have multiple accounts. Hmm. So they have, like, WHL1 and 2 or whatever for, like, if games are playing simultaneously, and they'll just have them both going. That's so smart. if I want to watch hockey or whatever, I'll just I'll have, like, women's hockey going. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Let's see. The future.
0: Yeah. Get out of here, ESPN. the future. Yeah,
1: come they, on. They don't, need your, they don't need your local TV deal, so they... They show up at 11 at night on public access television uh, for grandma to watch? Like, no. It's the worst. Or
0: like my grandfather, who used to just get mad and he would watch NCIS reruns all day because it was just like <laughs> the random, like you said, the woman hockey league. And he's like, you know, so why do I want to watch women play hockey? And it's like, oh, you
1: know. Thanks, grandpa. Yeah,
0: thanks, grandpa. Rip, oh, the best. So ESPN had a Valorant tournament. The only thing I'm gonna, the only thing I'm gonna say about it, we
1: can. I'm we mad can, about it. I'm mad about it because the Rainbow Six team was literally three support players, uh, a washed-up entry fragger on the last place team that got relegated, and a guy who's really old and shouldn't be playing. But yeah,
0: my favorite the, that stream was quality because within like three seconds of me logging in to watch it, it was like Team A's profile, and it like. But that's what it said. It was obviously like a filler. There was supposed to be a graphic. Yeah. Someone hit the wrong button on the board, and it sat there for like a good 30 seconds before someone realized it. I was like, let's get the production value up, man. Get yourself a stream deck.
1: Oh, by the way, well, while we're on this topic, Jacob, I love you, dog. You you are a really great journalist, but please stop commentating. You are dreadful at it. Oh, no. The there worst. it is. It's the worst.
0: So, yeah, they, they had it again. You know, we talked about it a little bit last week in the week before valorant's poised to be the next big eSport. obviously there's a lot of folks trying to get uh get their hands wrapped around that espn star for content they're coming out and doing it there's money attached to it for sure um you know you saw 100 thieves doing it um you know you're just gonna see a lot more valorant tournaments that people are gonna be doing it in the beta people are gonna be trying to vie for the full long-term contract you know when the game's out um you know it's it's good i think it's good to start building the community community now like you said it's funny because it's you know we don't have any really any pro valorant players we have teams announced but how long have they been practicing it's really pros from other disciplines kind of picking up the game and you know, the hundred thieves thing was some pro CS:GO players, some you know, a lot of streamers, that type of thing. This was a lot of people from other games playing, so they're pro gamers, but we don't really have pro Valorant players, I guess per se right now. Um, it's
1: very interesting you say all these people are vying for the contract because none of the actual con- none of the companies that would probably be in the running for this have done anything. Mm-hmm. So like ESL, FACE, ESEA, like none of them, have, to my knowledge, made done a Valorant thing yet.
0: Yeah. They might. I mean, uh, plug. I, I don't know where we are on it, but GameZo is going to have a 16 team Valorant tournament coming up soon. Get in there.
1: Okay. Well, it, Gamezo is not going to get the rights to no, I'm Valorant just, I'm, esports. I'm just using. I'm using. I'm saying. using
0: this as an an opportunity to plug. While we're on the topic, okay. uh, you know,
1: we are not competing. That by the way.
0: Oh, okay. It's probably for the better. Yeah. Unless we get 15 teams to enter,
1: if and then you want to be serious. Yes, I will play. But I am not. I'm not signing up for a tournament just so you and Tom can run around with, with the <laughs> the most expensive LMG in the game, and going like 0 and 12. Yeah. And being like, we had fun, guys. No. You're right.
0: You well, played a win. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I've been practicing just in case. The I think the biggest problem is <clears throat> getting a five stack. Yeah. So um, we got we got three, and two people will take it seriously. <laughs> if it comes down One to that,
1: person will
0: take this no, I'll take it seriously. You know, <laughs> okay. you know me. I'm already, I'm already gonna be on there.
1: I'm gonna Your be on the problem is that when the games get out of hand, you're just like, I don't know, man. I'm look at me, I'm bottom fracking. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out this gun and die. It's okay. I got two kills though. <laughs> Isn't this fun? Yeah,
0: this that's me. That's me making the best of a shitty situation instead of getting tilted. No, you keep grinding. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep playing. Over. I you keep playing. Keep I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, my, my famous line is just keep playing the game. You Damn. just, you just keep playing it. But I, 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 I like to have fun with myself and bust my own chops. Um, Wording. And, and instead of, instead trading. yeah. And instead, <laughs> instead of, uh you know, instead of getting tilted like some people. So, um but you know, it was a good event and then you know on on the tails of that we have some good news i guess which is valorant ranked some valorant ranked details came out so they were light um I'm very
1: disappointed
0: yeah they changed the names they're I'm very disappointed we're, we're back to like copper silver gold etc <sighs> I, I liked it when it was mercenary soldier yeah etc like you said a few podcasts ago like at least even if you're crap like it sounds good it's like yeah i'm a merc one you know yeah, <laughs> and now like, I'm iron yeah so it, it is what it is but um I thought it was interesting some of, the th- some of the things they said. So I think it's... First thing to mention is... Oh, and, yeah, and, right. Any rank you get in beta won't carry over to the full game, which makes sense. You want everybody to start, like, season one, so to speak. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: I'm iffy on it. Because, I mean, the people that are obviously really good, like, I don't want to be playing with them.
0: I think it's going to sort itself pretty fast, honestly. Yeah. So you have to play 20, 20 normal games to unlock ranked. Um, you will if you don't play ranked for 14 days, they'll stop showing your rank. It won't degrade, but they won't advertise it per se, which I think is.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually
0: a good idea, but they said something that I thought was really interesting, which is the more you play, the less they're going to care about your individual ability. And the more they're going to care about your wins loss, because they assume that at the higher levels as the higher ranks, um, the team composition they people know what they're doing and it doesn't matter mm. so much about whether or not you're getting a one-to-one KD. It's more about like, okay, maybe that person's dying more because of the strategy they're running and that type of thing. It's more about did the team win or not. They're also taking into account win margin and loss margin.
1: Yeah, um, and cool.
0: Which I like. And then, like I said, the most interesting thing they said is like, they're going to take into account your personal skill at the lower level, which makes sense because like...
1: I'm if you're on that.
0: It depends because, again, like I mentioned, it comes down to strategy. If our strategy is that me and you are going to swing a corner and engage a trade, then like we're making the decision to engage potentially in trading one player for another, and it, we're, we're making that decision strategically, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't necessarily come down uh, to yeah. skill, which means I'm going to go first all the time now. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm iffy on it just because I'm not... A great my individual problem, player.
1: My problem with it is that I've played enough siege and I've had enough games where I have a guy who sits on top of the roof of the building for two and a half minutes straight, not droning, not saying a <laughs> single thing to his team, just sitting there waiting for his entire team to die, and then waiting for the enemy team to just get impatient and want to close the round out. And then they start doing crazy stuff like running out of the building, just just doing stuff they shouldn't. So this guy on the roof gets like two or three kills each round. And he top frags but he's essentially done nothing the entire game yeah he's been then useless. he's like I got my frags what's wrong with you guys she look at you you're one in four I'm eight and two. Yeah. Like, and, what are you guys doing?
0: And I, I think that's where the duality comes in. I do just want to mention something that uh, Paul mentioned. The Games of Tournament is for charity. Like, so just... Oh, we're not, really? Okay. Yeah. So just to to clarify, we're not in here trying to take, like, entrance <laughs> fees or anything yeah. like that for... Everything's going to charity. We have casters lined up and stuff like that. But I think that's why it's important to take both into account. Like, the loss should matter more than your KD. If you went 8-2... and two, Right. And your team loses like 13 to one. Like, the law, lo- yeah. like, okay, it doesn't matter that you top fragged. Yeah. <laughs> like, your team lost. Point. You, you need to be effective. So, I think if they do it in an intelligent way where it takes both into account and the win or loss matters more, yeah. That that's useful. But, like, if we win a close one and I'm down there, Owen, you know, then like my ELO should go up minimally versus someone yeah. who went like 16 and five or something like that yeah. so um that makes sense i'll be curious to see if um if economy rating plays into the stats they look at it at all
1: I, i'm gonna be so screwed if that's the case i know
0: i'm the worst at economy so um but i i'll be curious again the details weren't
1: they're oh, they, coming like next week isn't
0: it yeah it's coming in the next patch the 0.49 patch yeah it's gonna open so um i'll be curious to see how it looks and even if i go and i rank in the the only so this is the other thing i did want to mention on this you have to be within two uh within two ranks of anybody in your squad and you can squad up to five people but they do that yeah, to we, keep things fair so like if you're um i forget how how the ranks work it's
1: iron bronze silver gold plat diamond um immortal and valiant
0: okay so let's say you're immortal and i'm yeah. iron we can't we can't squad up in ranks
1: Now, where I'm curious about this is because they have the tiers, and then there's it's like iron one, iron two, iron three. So, Mm -hmm. is the two the difference between like gold one and gold three, or is the difference between gold and diamond?
0: It's between gold and diamond. So it's it's six it's six tiers or whatever, two two ranks basically, and you can squat up to five people, and the matchmaking is going to take into account how big you squat it up. So if you squat up in five, you're more likely to. Compete against a team that's also squatted up as five. Yeah, to keep things fair. I
1: feel like that is, I feel like that should be the default in most games, but I'm sure it isn't.
0: It's. I know for a fact it's not. <laughs> I, I've I've squatted up in like we've done it. We've gone into paladins, right? For instance, and we've had yeah. four, and then the other team's got five randoms that aren't even there. All complaining in chat, like, oh, I bet you're all <laughs> chatting together, you know, <laughs> like. Um, yeah. But it doesn't always matter, you know, unless. That's why ranks matters, right? It
1: matters when you're playing with a four stack and they're all in discord and they're not talking mm-hmm. and you're just kind of left there on your own. And then you bottom frag because no one's giving you any information and no one's helping you. And then they just sit there and the only time they talk to you is when they want to, you know, be mad at you because you're not contributing Yeah. when one of their boys is actually lower than you on the scoreboard. But who cares? Cause you're not in their group. Yeah. That, I, that's actually miserable. Yeah. To do.
0: That's, I hate that. Um. And that's why I, I, I try. I do occasionally play single, but I try to have one other person because then, even if at the worst you get a three stack and they're all talking, at least I'm communicating with one other person. Yeah. You know, and you, you're, you're trying. You're out there trying, but I don't know. It seems like it'll be fine. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway is it's just more quality of life stuff from Riot. That's all we need. You know, like they're just when they say I hear you, it seems like they actually do like hear people and they, yeah. they play these games and they understand the pitfalls and, and the pain points of yeah. of trying to do these things. So
1: it's funny. Cause on their patch notes, they did like a really good job of explaining stuff. Like they had, um, they had the patch note and then they had a paragraph, whatever, where they explained why. And it was funny. Cause they even mentioned the, um, the whole kernel thing that people were getting upset yeah. about. And they're like, here, let's explain this, blah, 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 blah. So they, List, they're doing the we hear you thing, but they're actually doing stuff about it, which is all we really wanted from a company to begin with. So yeah. once again, they're way ahead of everyone simply because they're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. Hey, who knew doing Ooh, the bare knew? minimum? <laughs> who <Yeah>. knew? <laughs> no, dude, we hear you. We're going to do a bunch of extra crap over here that you didn't ask for. And then we're surprised yeah. because we put in extra effort. It's nothing you asked for, but we put in the extra effort. And you hate us for it. I don't understand. It's like, well, we did, you know.
1: Yeah. Just well, and, and I hate to say it, but meanwhile, Ubisoft is doing the we hear you. And then they're ignoring all of it. And then they're pushing a patch in the middle of Challenger League. That forces Challenger League to get delayed for two weeks. Well, four days. Mm. But, yep. Yeah. We God hear you. We, we hear you. We hear
0: you. If you yeah, have questions or comments, GameZo hears you. You can <laughs> you can throw them at us. <laughs> but... um yeah that's that's everything we had we actually got we got more content out of that than i thought we would yeah which is good luckily a few of the topics involved hacking and uh business which just gets me going so house. <laughs> we, we, get, we get cruising um do you, do you have anything else before i do the uh, the closey close
1: um i have like a random thing that's kind drop it. old but um you know jason schreier from kotaku mm-hmm. bloomberg now oh he bailed because of the whole um, Deadspin thing. Okay. So he, he bailed from Kotaku and now he is a journalist for Bloomberg. Good for so him. Good for him. That is. He's good. probably the only game journalist actually doing stuff of very, very, very crazy importance because he reports on things like crunch <laughs> and people being overworked and he just generally does work that no one is really doing right now. So I think he's super important to gaming as a whole because i'm the only one push putting pressure on these companies
0: yeah he has absolutely no fear of doing those like digging and doing those deep investigative journalist type things on topics that are normally um taboo and can get you yeah like the good thing for him is he is so entrenched like he's been around for so long and done so much good stuff that like even if he burns one bridge he's got so many other bridges he can keep doing his thing
1: Because I remember he he like reported about all those ArenaNet employees losing their jobs before before they even heard about it, Mm -hmm. so he's very tapped in.
0: Yeah, and he he did the um he did Anthem too, right? The whole like the whole back story on Anthem and stuff like that. That was
1: that was so good.
0: Yeah, that That was such a good read. So um, I'm happy. Big loss for Kotaku. Good for Bloomberg. Pay that man what he's worth.
1: Pay that man.
0: (laughs) Get him paid. Awesome all right so closing things if you're watching our stuff's below and above um if you're listening follow me on everything bitwise dan b-i-t-w-1-s-e-d-a-n or bit one sedan (laughs) ross's rain r6s the bit one sedan ross's rain six rain r6s we are Gamezo. yeah i too much talking today uh gamezo is gamezo g-a-m-e-z-o-g-g on twitter you can go to our website gamezo.co.uk um and yeah fish and chips fish and chips baby we're we are obviously not from the uk we are we are the u.s contingent of, of gamezo we're a global network baby um yeah, rate five stars, like, follow, subscribe, do all that stuff for everywhere. Um, and if you are watching the live stream, stick around because in just a few minutes, Ross and I are going to be able to swear again, despite the fact that I...
1: <laughs> Why is that the selling point? <laughs> the, right the,
0: that I was swearing up a storm on this particular podcast. Uh, so I'm going to hit the old the verbal button and we will be back in a few moments.